to be living means to be growing. It means to be moving forward all the time. So when we allow ourselves to resist and stay stagnant and stay where we are, that's when we just start to feel so shitty and miserable. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Growing with Henna. I feel like it's been a while since I made an episode. I did not post one last week. I just needed to take a break, but I'm really glad that I did. I spent all of last week at Sequoia National Park with my dear friend, Kyla, and it was so amazing for lack of a better word. I was there for about five days and it was my last week before I started school. I just had my first day of school today and I just needed a getaway. I feel like what I've been missing is just dedicated time in solitude with nature, just me and silence and peace and to be able to just not worry about anything. I also deleted my social media for the week. I just needed to take a full break. And the trees that we saw were so mesmerizing. The first, on our first day, the first tree that we even got a glimpse of, I was in awe. I couldn't stop saying, oh my gosh. And then when we finally got out and got to really see the trees and touch them, I was just crying because... They were so beautiful to think of how long they have lived on earth. They are about, some of them are like 3,500 years old. And to think of what these trees have seen, what they felt, a lot of them had burn scars on them because they survived wildfires. To think of the wisdom that they hold and just the energy they gave off was so life-giving. To think of all of the life that they give to the to the forest and how many of them exist it was like being in the presence of dinosaurs because they were around when dinosaurs were around and it was just I had no words it was so beautiful and we stayed at this nice Airbnb in Terabella and it was in a farm area so it was very secluded very quiet and it was so cute because there was a farm dog there named Pilot and on our first day he just came up to us, came up to our car and at first we were so confused and kind of scared because we didn't know what it was but then we looked outside and noticed it was dog um, and he was just so friendly and he hung out with us in our front yard and our backyard and I was just giving him so much hugs and cuddles and scratches and he just followed us wherever we went and he was like our he was like guarding us, protecting us, and it was very, very sweet. And it was also really funny because um, at night we wanted to go sit in the back yard of the house. And when we opened the door, lizards were just flying out of nowhere. I don't even know where it came from, but I just heard my I just heard something fall and my friend scream, and it was so funny because. A lizard landed on her and another one just fell on the ground and at first it came from the door but then another night when I opened the door a lizard just fell from the ceiling onto the floor and I had no idea where it came from so it was just raining lizards <laughs> and so we had a beautiful one-on-one -on -one experience with nature to say the least um, and I definitely want to go back. I was surprised at 
the amount of beautiful literature. I did not expect to buy so many books, but, um, and it was at the store right in the park. They had so many books about, um, this man named John Muir. You probably heard of him, but I never even heard of him until I went to the park, but he is basically the first man to really advocate and protect nature. And it was because of him that national parks were founded. So I bought some of his books about his experience with animals. I bought this super cute book of all of the birds in California. So I can really go bird watching now. I feel like such an old lame grandma that's like, I love going bird watching on the weekend, Sunny. And, but you know what? I just, oh, I feel like I always see birds and I never know what kind of bird they are. And I think it's so beautiful how many different species of birds they are and how they have come to, how, because, you know, birds are proof of evolution, how even in different areas of the world, the way they evolve just to live in their specific area and the way that their beaks and even the colors of their feathers and how they fly and their size, everything is based on the, loco- the location they live in and its survival of the fittest. And it's so fascinating to see the amount of different birds in every area. So it was really exciting to be able to find this book. And now I know so much about birds and I'm just going to keep learning about birds. Um, and now I've dedicated, especially because my schedule is going to be so busy, I've dedicated my Sundays to just be my hiking slash bird watching days. So, yep, that is happening now. I'm making it a real hobby in my life and I love it. I am taking full ownership of it and this is who I am now. I'm a crazy bird watcher lady. Um, and I also bought this book actually of this boy, this white boy that lived among the Native Americans and it's a true story and he tells about all of the things that he, that he learned and the relationships that he had with these people which I thought was so rare to find. I have never read or seen anything like that and it, I was just really excited to pick it up. Um, yeah, I could keep talking about these books that I got but it was, I was so unexpected and so beautiful and I just had an amazing and much needed trip. I definitely want to do something like this once a month because I feel like my mental health has been needing it. I feel like, you know, I had my first class today and it was really weird because for some reason I just felt nervous and kind of self-conscious and I usually never feel that way or I haven't really felt that way in a long time. So it was interesting to see that come up for me, but I feel like it's just because I've just been inside all the time and, you know, we haven't really been around people like how we used to, even those things to things seem to slowly be getting back to normal. It's not the same and it won't be for a while, but it was a nice, it was a nice challenge to be able to interact with people like that again, even if it was virtual, it was a big group, a big classroom. And I was able to really introduce myself and I feel like I'm just, I feel like I'm just very good at talking about myself. So that was cool. Um, yeah. And while I was in Sequoia, um, I got news that my grandfather passed away and I would call him Nana John. And he was, um, he was like a father to me in that 
when my mom got divorced, my grandparents moved to America to take care of my brother and I. They lived here for about 10 years just to raise my brother and I. And my grandpa would always drive me to uh, Taekwondo and Girl Scouts. And he would take my brother and I to buy ice cream. We would play so many games with him. And I... When I think of him, I think of all of the laughter that we would share and all of the games we used to play and just how whenever people saw him, he was always so jolly and laughing. And um, so, and it wasn't news that was, it was shocking, but also not shocking because we knew it was coming for some time. He's been sick for some time. And, um, I, even though I wasn't with him, I still felt like I was such an, I was at such an amazing place and time and to receive this news because I feel like when I received the news about, um, 30 minutes to an hour or so after he passed, he is in India right now, just to clarify, he, um, he's been there for some time. So the past few years of my life. I haven't lived with him, although he came to America again uh, around three, four years ago when I fell very mentally ill. My grandparents didn't really know what was going on with me, but they came to America anyway just because they knew I was so ill. And I think about that now so much. And to think of, I mean, even though they came here also for their own health, they really got a lot better once they came here for a while, but just to think that they would move from India all the way out here when I was ill, just to take care of me like that was, that is love. No matter what I have ever felt or dealt with, my family action speaks louder than words. And when he was here for that short period of time, I look back and I have all of these beautiful, beautiful memories of him where he would let me pop all the blackheads on his nose. It sounds gross. Uh, we went to go see flower fields together. We were always laughing. He'd play with my guinea pig that I had at the time. And I feel like those were some of the best memories that I had with him when he came to me when I was just in a very dark place. And he gave me this love that was at a distance for many years um, until he came back and that was love. I, it is something that I, yeah, I just have no words for it. Um, but yeah, so I got news that he passed and I, it was like when I heard the news, I, I, I just went outside and I sat by myself and we were, again, we were on a farm and I was just crying and crying and I, as I was crying, I felt this breeze and I just looked around me and I saw the winds rustling and I saw some bugs buzzing and an ant decided to crawl on my hand. And it was like, although he was gone, I never felt more connected to him than I ever did in that one moment because it was as if he left his he left his physical vessel of a body and he just became eternity. And as I was crying, I was just so curious and asking myself, but also feeling so certain that, you know, 
are you in this breeze, Nana John? Are you this bug crawling on my hand? Are you giving me this love when I'm crying? Are you the breeze that dries my tears? It was so, I just felt this so much energy to, you know, and I FaceTimed my family in India um, after he passed and they showed me his face. He showed me his body. Everyone was there. He was a very influential man in his community. Everyone respected him. He was he was just so influential where he was. Everyone respected him. He brought joy, love, and service to so many people. So a lot of people were there. And just when I saw his face, it was like that wasn't my grandpa. You know, it was just a vessel of someone. It was just something that my grandpa lived in. And even now when I have moments when I get sad about it, I remember that he is still with me. He is everything around me. And even after I got the news and we went to go see the trees, it was like I was just experiencing himself with me still. And I I don't even know how to put it into words. It is very sad to know that he's gone, but it's also, you know, it was his time and it was it's just a part of life and I know that he is resting peacefully, that he has become the energy that surrounds us and he is he is in a very beautiful place. And I feel like he understands me now more than he ever did because now he is the energy that flows through me. Although he has left the, although he has, although he's not the life energy anymore within his body, he has become the universe energy. And I really feel that. I really believe that. And it really just has put things into perspective for me about what I want in my life, what I'm doing. It's such an amazing reminder that we never know if we have tomorrow. Nothing is ever certain. But the greatest gift we've been given as human beings is the power of choice and to create some kind of certainty in our lives. And even now the relationships that I hold with people, I choose very carefully and I'm very thoughtful about the relationships I allow myself to have with people and the way I interact with them because I never want to do or say something I regret. I never want to live in a place of reaction and compulsion. I want to live in a place of responsibility, ownership, and control, meaning choice, because that is a power. We cannot control the emotions that come up for us, but we can control what we do about it. And we can control whether we stay in that place or not. And I feel like, you know, this is the first death I have ever experienced in my life, aside from my guinea pig, but he lived about five years and uh, I didn't really see him the last um, two years or so of his life because I gave him away to one of my friends towards the end. But that's a different story. But this is the first family death I have ever faced in my life. And it is just... It's very interesting and 
I'm even thinking now where I'm having these weird feelings come up where I'm like, you're, you know, I'm supposed to be sad all the time and I'm just, I'm just supposed to be mourning and in grief and this is supposed to change my life and be terrible. But I, I don't believe that. I feel like this is just something that has happened and Yes, although I may be sad, although I may have moments that I cry about it, I don't need to let it impact my life for the negative. I feel like the whole point of someone passing away is to celebrate their life and who they were and take lessons of wisdom of the impact that they've made because at the end of your life, you know, it's all about the impact that you've made in this world and it is so clear that he has made an amazing, profound impact just by the amount of people that showed up when he passed away and to see how many lives he has touched it's inspiring it's amazing it makes me want to create that impact in the world and yeah I deleted social media for the week last time but I'm also now just really allowing myself to stay off of it as much as possible. And I'm, especially now that I'm going to be very busy with school, I'm, you know, but at first I was really trying to be very, um, like I need to post this much and do this much because I want to grow my Instagram. And I definitely want to be a positive influence on my Instagram and post things of value and create a community that is a safe space for people that have that um have struggled with mental illness and that are that want to talk about mental health and just people that want to grow in a place of of no judgment and vulnerability but I feel like putting you know I feel like I also want to be happy with what I'm doing and I don't want to make it feel like a chore and I do not want to allow it to disempower me rather you know I don't want it to be counterproductive the whole point is to is to make an impact so I feel like now I'm just I'm just going to post when I feel like is right for me and I only want to post things of value I do not want to just post when I feel like I have nothing to post and I just need to put something out there I feel like that's I feel like that's just quantity rather than quality and I'm I want to live my life intentionally of quality even with this podcast I feel like when I was posting episodes before I was just so I feel like I would really overthink them and I would really plan them out and although yes I think planning out an organization is a good thing. I also want to keep it organic at some level. I don't want to feel like this podcast is a chore because that's not the point. This talking about mental health and just where I am is, you know, a passion of mine and I don't want it to feel robotic because that's not what being, that's not what being a human being is like. And now I'm also realizing that I just want to I just want these episodes to be effortless. I just want to talk about where I am and what I'm feeling and the wisdom that I feel like I've taken out of it and also just give people things to think about. I want people to feel like they have a friend and someone to listen to, someone that's been where they are. I want to lift other people up and also learn from other people. I want to see, you know, everyone else's insight and discovery and what they've been through. 
So, and that's the whole point. That's why this whole name is growing with henna. And I feel like I'm just allowing myself to have these revelations recently and that I just do not want to spend my life in regret. I do not want to spend it in quantity. I want to spend it in quality. And I want to, at the end of my life, look back and create the life that I know that I'm capable of creating. And this is available to anyone and all of us because at the end of our lives, we have one of two things. We either have the life of our dreams, of our choosing, or we have a really, really good story of why we didn't achieve the life of our dreams. I truly believe that everything in this world is for us if we allow it to be, and especially our emotions, because they come up for us for a reason. And when I allowed myself to start listening to the universe and what has been placed in my life, I started to realize that I'm being loved in abundance and that everything is meant to be. And nothing is ever certain. Things change when you change. We cannot expect anything in our lives to change if we do not make drastic changes ourselves. And although my grandfather's passing is very sad and it's given me a lot to think about and I know I'll be sad about it for some time, I also know that that's very normal and it's a part of my human experience and it's just life. And I'm grateful to be able to look back and have memories of this man that has been so influential to me and to be able to look on his life and see the impact that he's made, especially after he's gone, it really makes everyone that has ever been in his life think of all of the beautiful things that he has created and the love that he was. And it makes me think what the true meaning of life is. And I really believe that the meaning of life is love, to give love, receive love, and be in love because that's how we all are connected. That's what makes us all similar. We are all born on this planet as a fingerprint, as so unique to who we are and our experiences and our circumstances. And no human being can ever be created the same. But the one thing that we have in common is connection through our humanity and the life energy that flows through all of us. And even when our loved ones are gone, it is so important to remember that they are within everything that you see around you. Everything is energy. And that's also just why I love studying chemistry because everything is made up of energy. All of the bonds between molecules and everything that ever was, everything that ever is, is moving. And when there is no movement, there is death. And that is called absolute zero. And to be living means to be growing. It means to be moving forward all the time. So when we allow ourselves to resist and stay stagnant and stay where we are, that's when we just start to feel so shitty and miserable because we are all we are doing is fighting ourselves. We're fighting our natural process of what is meant to be for us. And that is why so many people in this world just get stuck and they stay there. So no matter who you are, I want to remind you of your energy and what you have and the gift you've been given in this world, this one life. You never, ever know when your last 
day your last breath will be and that goes for anyone so no matter what you do no matter how you start your days make sure that you are living it intentionally make sure that you do things that you do not regret and that you can be proud of whether it's even taking a lazy day off for yourself and binge watching movies all day as long as it's intentional to you and it moves you forward in some day in some day in some way if you just haven't taken a break for a while then that is perfect that's what you need give yourself grace be a human being and just give yourself love and understand that the universe is on your side and you are loved in abundance <laughs>